Welcome to the motherhood journey. I am so glad that you're here. This is a space where we allow the daily joys and the tough moments to shape us and build us into the beautiful and powerful women that God originally designed us to be. Let's walk this out, mamas. Let's enjoy the journey of motherhood and see it as the blessing that it is. Hello, mummies. Welcome back to another episode of The Motherhood Journey. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you are ready to sit back, relax, or do your daily chores and um, join with me in seeking the Father, seeking truth, seeking just the fullness of life in every area that we face in motherhood. Um, So today I wanted to bring you a fun topic, but a big, deep topic of loving our husbands. Um, The reason I want to dive into this a little deeper with you guys is because, as you know, on my podcast, I did the um, challenge with you guys of not grumbling to our husbands for the month of April. And we are now finished that month and we're now into May. And I would love to hear from you, but I got so, so, so much fruit from that time. Or I should say my husband got so much fruit. We both did. He was so um, blessed by it. And it actually really... Um, lit up some areas in our marriage where I was functioning in ways that I subconsciously didn't even realize or was kind of trapped in like mental mentalities, <laughs> probably it's not the right word, but um, that was causing harm or an unhealthiness between us that when I aligned myself with the truth and this challenge, um, it really shone a light on them and then broke them off and then um, blessed my husband a whole ton and blessed me so much and just the way we function in general together. Um, so I really didn't think that starting the challenge. I just thought, oh, that's a cool thing. But it came at a perfect time of the work I've been doing on my mind these last few months and then doing this challenge now. Everything just blended together and yeah, just truly brought such fruit to our family and marriage. And I thought, I want to share this um, to hopefully hopefully encourage you mamas. So let's dive into some of my thoughts on loving your husband. So the way I'm going to be talking about this topic is in more of a testimony platform. And I hope that through my story, you can grab some gold or some truth nuggets and really sit and see how you can apply it to your own life. Because I really think every single person scenario is so different. And I think the way I'm going to be talking about loving our husbands in this podcast episode will be quite different than maybe your thinking or than the basic um, kind of flow of what people um, believe in or kind of try and do to to cause love. Um, I'm really, yeah, not talking about any of the fluffy stuff, any of the romance, not talking about love languages. Um, I'm really talking about actually... Um, a pursuit to transform yourself because I think that when you are free you're able to love and the way that God made you to be to love like he was like you love because I loved you first like when you are able to walk in truth and empowerment and freedom in yourself then the door is just open to being able to love another and it's just the beautiful nature of God because it's like um when you are a good healthy tree you just naturally produce good fruit rather than if you're focusing on the fruit and you're focusing on like okay like to love my husband I need to like give him a massage or make sure dinner's ready or like um be happy and cheerful like all those things it's just all out of works and if you haven't got your heart figured out and your purpose and your values and you satisfied then it's going to be hard to sustain those things and I think that 
it's just such a beautiful gift to the family and to your husband to grow in being a person of rest. Now, in saying that, you might be listening being like, great, love that. But how do I even do that? Like, I would love to be this awesome person, but I'm not. This is like me my whole life. Like, I was always like, Lord, like... I have this calling, like for years, I sat in the word and was like, my words rest, Lord. Like I want to learn how to just be at rest because I feel like that's what your word says, where we just, things roll off our shoulders and we just relax about things. We don't let fear or stress consume us. And we have management of our emotions, which has been my hardest thing. Like all growing up, I just have felt like my emotions are like this beast that overcome me and truly take me places I never want to go. Um, So that's been brought into my marriage. But um, I am in no means at the end goal post, as we all know, and I say every week, nothing about this podcast or me talking is about me being great or even figuring things out. It's just a platform of ministry for me where I feel that God just stirs a bubbling overflow of truth in my spirit. And I just simply want to share it because I am called to share the good news. And so this is the area I'm passionate about. So this is where I'm allowing that faith to bubble over and Again, just hope that anything I say in my absolute imperfection can help you. Um, For a disclaimer for this to help you feel great about yourself, um, even this past weekend, me and my husband had a day where it was just like, Um, a a huge issue got brought up in the morning that we struggle with a lot. And we were both like, okay, let's actually tackle this and have a really good, healthy discussion about it. And we chatted for hours and hours throughout the day, just going back and forth. And there was tears and emotion and um, times of speaking out of line. But we um, came to a really awesome conclusion at the end of the day. And it was awesome because it was something we needed to tackle and needed to really address. Um, And as my husband was saying, like these times are really important and we're willing to face them because this is like there is worth in this like we're not just going to put it under the rug or just stay in our sin this is something that we believe is worth fighting for and worth talking through and facing maybe the uncomfortable challenging moments to be able to get to a healthy conclusion on this so um I like today was like Brad I don't know if I should do this podcast after our weekend and he was like no and was just obviously speaking to me about the greater higher holistic truth of um just what I'm doing this platform it's just not about me being great it is about God being great um so that's my little disclaimer for all this it's an interesting podcast episode to be recording because I am going to be chatting about pretty much finding health in your own self in your own mind And then how, when you apply that with faith and you apply that with intentionality, it can create an atmosphere for your husband where he finally feels safe to be him and to be at peace himself, um, to be able to thrive. So it might sound a bit confusing, but let's dive into it. I'll share with you guys what I'm talking about and hopefully it can inspire you a little bit. Alrighty, so a huge part of this concept of what I have been through these last few months that has really brought breakthrough is I've been equipped in a way that really suits me and my brain with tools to learn how to pretty much manage my mind, take my thoughts captive and make them become obedient to Christ. I feel like the word is always the word and it's always been so clear in how we should be functioning as a new creation. And I've had so many years where I, in so many ways I'm transformed, but there's a few deep, deep elements where 
I would find myself continually slipping and um, just beating myself up so much, being like, why can't I just get this? Or why can't I just overcome this issue or this sin? Um, And a lot of it was based around um, stress, overwhelm, being extremely emotional and allowing my emotions to overtake me. Um, And just having unhealthy thoughts constantly in my subconscious. So I am a pretty happy bubbly kind of person in general and so throughout pretty much every single day I'm pretty happy um unless something hard or hectic is happening that I'm facing but it's very momentary I'm pretty like chill and happy in in general but even in the midst of that I can find myself just having a lot of unhealthy thoughts slipping through and then kind of being pushed away to the back or me being like oh that's I shouldn't think that way. Oh, that's silly. And I'm pushing it back, but I'm not actually addressing why those thoughts are even there um, in the first place. So something I feel like um, has happened to me in these last few months through um, pretty much finding this tool. So I've talked about on this podcast before um, this specific journaling practice I've used. Um, I've learned it from a lady called Tessa Romero. She um, is amazing. And She has equipped me so much through her um, different forms of content. If it's like Instagram, podcasts, um, her weekly email, doing her course, um, has really, really, really equipped me um, to be able to take my thoughts captive and align myself with the truth of the gospel in a way that I always just thought, oh, that would be really nice, but I just can't get there. Um, And it's just been absolutely game-changing for my whole entire life in so many different areas. So if you want um, a real boost and blessing and guidance in how to get your perspective and your mind right and to start thinking healthy, um, definitely check her out. I'll put her details in the notes of this podcast. Um, It's not a faith-filled platform, but she does personally love Jesus. And if you, you can see the kingdom in in everything she shares, it's just amazing. Um, anyway, so I've been doing journaling and just like learning how to, for the first time in my life, manage myself and manage my emotions, because I grew up not, um, knowing how to do any of that and feeling very consumed by it all. And finally in my adult life, I'm like, what actually have the power to be who I want to be. If I just literally find truth and apply it wow like I've wanted this for so long just thinking oh well these are my issues but it's like I actually can be whoever I want to be I don't have to be a victim to any circumstance no matter how how hard it is I'm actually incredibly empowered because Christ set me free from my sin I truly can live now a righteous life through renewing my mind which is a process and I'm I've been told for so long take your thoughts captive renew your mind and I would sit there and meditate or read the scriptures and just go I want this why is why is it not changing at a pace I want or in the way I want or why am I not manifesting Christ the way that I want to and it's because I I don't know I I needed to learn how to actually make the weed bed in my mind turn into a beautiful garden to be open to the manifestation and the impacts of the power of grace. Um, So for me, that was the process of doing this. Um, Maybe for some people, it would be pressing into worship more. It might be just understanding some amazing truth. I know some people listen to Dan Moller, for example, and when you preach the gospel in a different way, the glass just... Um, like the rose-coloured glasses shatters and you see truth for the first time and you go, wow, like I'm not sure what it is for each person, but um, 
for me, finding this practice where I'm given tools daily on how to be the woman I want to be, which is all about Jesus and his spirit and his strength. It's just opened every door for me to be able to manifest Christ in the ways I want to. Anyway, um, so pretty much the process I've gone through is that I feel like this garden of weeds <laughs> um, that my mind was completely filled with and was very subconscious, I didn't even realise. I feel like now those weeds have been cut down, flowers have been planted and are growing. And so because I don't have that blockage, I now can access the truth and the ability to um, manifest Christ in a really empowered way as a mom or as um, a wife or a friend or whatever than I ever have before. Because when scenarios come before me, instead of just reacting or having a habit response to it, I, in all of those circumstances, am able to step back and say, who do I want to be in this circumstance? How am I going to be proud of myself, how I show up? And then I get to choose my next step. And then I, lots of the time, step into it the way I actually want to, which is really cool and really, really exciting. Um, I hope some of that makes sense. So to now connect this with my husband and loving him through this challenge. So as you know, in the challenge, um, I decided to not say anything negative towards my husband for a month, which I did pretty well at. I had my stumbling points, but pretty well. Um, and included in that, I didn't want to grumble at him at all. So they were my two, two aims, but I didn't realize so much more groundwork would be happening in my heart and in our relationship than just those two things. So what that kind of meant for me on a practical level was that I really took the, the main Bible verse of that challenge, which was like, I only bring good and no harm to my husband all the days of his life. I really s- took that and stuck with that. And I was like, all right, this is my time. Like, I want to learn and figure out in this month to not just be someone who lives alongside him and just is like, oh, well, you're just going to get the real me and I'll just blurt everything out or um, process however my day was or all of those things. I was like, just for this month, I want to only bring him good. So I was like, how, how can I do that? How can I do that in a creative way? So for me, that meant like having a super joyous attitude towards him almost all the time. So like if he would walk into the house, it'd be like, I would go rather than just being stuck in my thing. I'd be like, oh yeah, Bratty, I want to like make him feel really loved and valued. Or I want to be a joyful fragrance before him right now. So I might be like, hey babe, like, would you like to have a coffee or like, um, thanks so much for the work you're doing today or whatever. Cause he works from home. He pops in all the time and just be a joyful presence. And then if things were going on that were really hard in the day that I would switch it into that healthy perspective, like I shared on the original podcast. So I'm not, not ever bringing issues to him, but instead of just being like, Oh, the kids are so hard today. I just don't like not having that grumbling attitude, but just bring it to him. Like I had a really challenging time with this child today. And these are the ways I proactively approach it. Or how would you approach this? Because I found it really difficult. Um, in more of like a healthy discussion rather than just a blurting out discussion. Um, I prayed for him a lot and I journaled every morning focusing on that specifically. Um, and I kind of just removed um, negative. I just tried to remove negativity. Anything that I would normally snap at, jump at, um, where I'd be like, no, no, don't do that. Or like, like, babe, like, can, can you please not just do the dishes? Or like, did you not see the garbage was right in front of you all day long? Like whatever it might be that I would normally maybe do like a little common ad or just have a judgment over him in. I just kind of held my tongue. A lot of it was hold my tongue, hold my tongue, hold my tongue, hold my tongue. Um, because 
something I realized in myself through this challenge was that I was, I'm just going to be real with you guys. Cause you know, we're all, well, I was about to say we're all married, which we're not, but like, if you're married, you will struggle with your own things. Maybe this will relate, maybe not, but I'm just going to process it with you. Um, I realized that I was like super judgmental over the actions that Brad took in a lot of areas in life. Um, him and I are both super passionate about always pursuing the best and, um, truth and freedom. So I think we both naturally have these attitudes where we're like, we can always be growing. We can always be getting better. And what is the ultimate in this situation for all areas of life? And I think it's such a blessing because it means that we're very intentional about things in life and we break things apart a lot. And, um, yeah, don't sweep anything under the rug. We're like, Hey, what's truth in this? But sometimes can be bad because, um, in this situation specifically, because I'm applying so many things in my life to be disciplined, like waking up early, seeking God, like journaling, like trying to do all these things to bring life and fullness to me that really fill me up and make me feel really great and satisfied. If Brad's showing certain patterns that I disagree with or think aren't as healthy or like um, aren't as beneficial to the goals he's trying to achieve, I would so often have a critical mindset towards him when he's showing a behavior that I maybe I personally wouldn't do, even if it's totally fine. I could just sometimes find myself having a critiquing perspective towards something. Like if he wanted to achieve something at work, but he stayed up late the night before, and then he's like grumbly in the morning. I'm like, well, like, obviously, like you need to discipline yourself and go to bed earlier. and And like, sometimes I could take this kind of more critical perspective towards him and I think I stepped out of at times being simply his helper as he grows as his own imperfect self with a beautiful humble heart towards the Lord and all of his goals and visions and have a perspective of compassion and mercy knowing that every person is only doing the best that they are emotionally and physically capable of in that time instead of having a compassionate empowering perspective sometimes I could have quite a critical perspective towards him and be quite harsh in my thought life of being like well you do that because of that so because of that I found that sometimes in discussions I would jump at um, either being judgmental over him and not having a graceful patient perspective towards him when we would chat about something or he would do something that I didn't like Um, like simply like not taking out the rubbish or like not being as present with the kids as I might want him to. And then like kind of me breaking things apart and going like, oh, if you just did these things, then you would be pretty much the person I think you should be, which is just crazy. I think we've um, created in this society that love is, um, if someone loves you well, it's because they're who you want them to be. And that's such a lie. Like we sometimes can create like, well, you like aren't fulfilling every expectation I have and every desire I have. So you're not loving me well, you're not loving your family well. But I think if we step back, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm just trying to force you to be me rather than spending time kind of grounding yourself and being humble and saying, I want to just see you for who you are and see all the strengths that you bring and all the ways that you function in your brain works rather than pulling and picking you apart for you to be who I am in this family. Because my husband's not meant to be who I am in every way. Like we have completely different roles. Um, So I am nurturing, I am serving. If I see him come in and he's not nurturing or serving, that's not a place for me to jump into judgment towards him. But I found myself doing that. I need to see 
his role as being, let's say, a leader, a provider, like an inspirational hope to our children, like a man of wisdom, um, all these things that Brad actually holds so much strength in um, and honour him in that. So it was a really eye-opening situation for us because um, I, in this time, as you would have known from that podcast, um, chatted about looking for all the good um, someone does and then that will get bigger for you than looking at all the bad that they do and in this month specifically I wanted to like pour heaps of encouragement over him and like joy and love over him so I would every day or every time that something kind of like annoyed me a little bit I would be like oh like okay what is he doing that's good right now though what is in his own life in his perspective in his mind because we're meant to be putting ourselves in their shoes to then see how things are rather than just view it from our angle because then we'll have such a skewed perspective from him what's happening right now and like for example one night he like um was like I had done dinner with the kids and was putting them to bed and I was like taking this victim mentality of like oh man this is really exhausting that I'm doing everything right now and if I had stuck in that I could have gotten like bitter and frustrated and be like blah blah and go down one of those bad rabbit trails that maybe you know know of um but then when I stepped back and went okay what is Brad doing right now and I was like Brad's painting the kids room like he's actually dedicated himself to a task that I asked him to do that I needed him to do because the kids had mold on their roof so he cleaned it all and he's been painting it um and he's doing with a joyful attitude and he's serving our family and he's contributing to us in a practical way which is just what he thrives in And because I was able to shift my mind to, okay, but what good is he doing? Or let's say it's not that obvious because that was a pretty easy one, but like your husband's just at work or your husband's like um, out mowing the lawn or they're like just whatever. Like I think there's always a way to go. I actually honor them that they wake up every day and go to work every day if they feel like it or not because they provide everything for our family. Like I want to honor that they like, discipline themselves in these ways or they came in and gave the kids like the biggest cuddle before they did this or that even if they might not be showing their present now what have they done today where they've chosen and tried to show love and contribution to the family in a positive way and I was doing that that month really stopping myself every time I was going down negative trails and just going what ways is Brad amazing and then I would just like see them all and like list them all off and I was like I would be like, oh, it's so crazy that this habit emotion, like it wasn't even real in that time. It was just these habits that would come over me of things that I struggle with, which would be comparison or judgment or um, feeling overwhelmed by my own role of being a homemaker and a mother and then putting that burden onto him and allowing that to that the manifestation of that to be my right to then get annoyed at him. And all of those things just started being diffused. And I just realized how often I stood for my own rights in um, disagreements or normal discussions or normal everyday tasks, how many times I would kind of puff myself up and go, you know what, actually, like, 
I think that you should be serving more. I think that you should be understanding how hard it is from where I'm coming from. And some of those things were so subconscious. And I just was blown away at what an impact it made onto Brad and the way we flowed and functioned in our roles. When I stopped standing for my rights of, I'm just so tired, I should get help right now. Or like the kids having a meltdown and Brad's in his office and he can hear it. He should be in here helping me. Like when I just broke all that away and I just focused on just loving Brad for the good he did and just hoeing into my role and my position in my place and my mind that I'm not building up just silly anger or silly bitterness and I empowered myself with the tools I use through journaling absolute game changer now all of these things that I'm explaining I'm giving a lot of examples hopefully it makes sense the power that me and Brad saw through just these little changes of perspective of um, standing for my rights being judgmental um, seeing the good he does um, working on my own stuff in my own mind the things that that poured into Brad that I didn't even realize he would experience this. I honestly didn't know if he would have much impact. It was more about me wanting to align myself with the word and being like, I think something needs to shift. I'm getting into a bit of a grumbly perspective towards my husband um, in really subconscious ways. I hope this doesn't sound like I'm walking around annoyed all the time. It's honestly very subconscious and these thoughts will come in of like a victim mentality and then I sweep it away and I just keep going as if nothing happened. But because of this, those things were illuminated and now I'm not having those thoughts and I'm not treating him in those ways and having those perspectives in him in me because when sin is brought into the light it's forgiven and it disappears and I can repent and I can receive grace and God is so good um so yeah the things that it did in Brad which was amazing is that he said he he was like through the challenge, she was like, babe, I feel like whatever you're doing right now has made the biggest impact our marriage has ever had. And we've been married for over seven years now, I think, or coming up to seven, one of them. Um, and I was like, wow, that's really massive. Okay, cool. Thank you, God. And then he kept bringing me these things over the next few nights and weeks and was like, Ellie, I just feel so safe. I just feel so safe in my home. I feel so at rest. Like my wife is just this joyful presence and I am just not getting criticized or really being a stumbling block to her because I think what we found was that just the way maybe Brad's brain worked differently to mine or a man worked differently and I chose to allow offense or my own rights to um, lead me in like just having little comments or bringing up little disagreements or even just having like an attitude that wasn't super joyful to him all the time because I'd be like, I know I shouldn't be annoyed about this, but I am annoyed, so I just need to work through it. And I don't want to say anything to Brad because I know he's done nothing wrong. This is my issue, but I'm just slightly a bit off, which he would, of course, feel and know even if I didn't bring it up. And then I'd work it out in my own heart and we'd move on. But he was just like, Ellie, I feel so safe with you right now. Um, and I um, feel just so respected to be able to be the man that I need to be and get to the places I need to get to because all of the restraint and like judgment is just broken. And so there's just no pressure and I'm able to just function and feel safe with you and enjoy you more than I ever have. Like I just want to be with you more and I want to talk to you more because I'm not kind of unsure or um, feeling just this weightiness of slight negativity from you because 
Like we all know being mums is quite an exhausting job. And I think sometimes it was easy for me to just really allow all of that exhaustion or negativity to blob onto him at the end of the day or in hard circumstances. And because I had such an intentional attitude of joy towards him and praising him and seeing good in him, it was just this uplift to his spirit. And it's been beautiful because once the challenge ended, um, it was really funny. Like I actually found on the 1st of May, I had a really challenging day where these emotions just popped up that I felt I had like grace over in April to not really be there. And I was like, Lord, has the grace disappeared because the month gone? And like, obviously not so silly, but, um, I just started having these habit thoughts come back where I did feel frustrated slightly at him or annoyed at little things he did when I knew he did nothing wrong. It was just my own issues. Um, And I started being able to apply all of these things, even when the challenge ended in just more of, I guess, a sustainable, authentic way when I'm not like on the high of focusing so hard in a month, but real life comes in and issues pop up. And there are things we need to healthily discuss through. Um, But because of just the input of that month, I felt super equipped to be able to, um, yeah, stop myself, process some things and go, is this what I want to be saying right now? Do I need to be saying for my rights? And am I functioning in what Christ says love is? Because that is what is truly, truly powerful about this. Because the world is so clear in that everything is about equality. It's standing for your rights. It's about like, don't you let that man do blah, blah, blah. You like all of that stuff. And I think I would read 1 Corinthians 13 that says like, love is not irritable. (laughs) Love holds no offense. Love is patient. It's kind. Like, oh my goodness, all the things that it says love is. And I'd be like, yes, I'm going to meditate on these. I'm going to write them on my wall and I'm not going to be irritated because I have the love of Christ in me. And then I would stumble and stumble and stumble and stumble and allow Brad's naturalness to irritate me just in the, the little ways that it would pop up. It wasn't a constant thing. We have like a pretty great um, relationship in general but in a subconscious way these little niggly things would irritate me and yeah it was just this constant battle between the flesh um as you might experience in some things but because now it's like really hard for me to explain but because I really know my role me and Brad really believe in our roles of mine in what it means to be a woman and here's what it means to be a man because we've really solidified that And then I've now had this process to every day work on who I want to be in my mindset, break off lies and press into what I believe is truth for me. Like I am a woman who loves my husband. I do not grumble. I'm not a victim in any way. I actually live an incredibly empowered life. I have power every day to do whatever I want with my day or day with the kids. What a joy that is to me. Like all these processes I'm, I'm doing with my mind, um, yeah, has really enabled me to be healthy in my own mind so that I then can be really healthy towards my husband. And I really think if that first step wasn't taking place where I'm learning how to take care of myself, I don't think I'd be able to be as empowered in doing all these beautiful righteous things we want to do for our husbands. But now it's actually happening. I was reading this scripture the other day and I thought it really applies well for this situation. So it's Luke um, 6 verses 46 
down. Um, it's Build Your House on the Rock. And I just thought, this is, this is so beautiful. Rather than trying to achieve the house or achieve being the perfect wife or a loving woman, let's create a rock um, and work on the foundations of where our heart and mind truly are at and make sure they're surrendered to truth and the Lord. So it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundations on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it has been built well. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who builds a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell and the ruin of the house was great. So um, to end it all, I really hope some of this can encourage you. Some of this can touch base with where you're at or even maybe you are killing it in your marriage and going so well. Like I really did think before I even started this challenge, I'd be like, no, I'm doing pretty good. Like I like love God and I love my husband and we are just like so joyful. We never go to bed angry. We, we have everything pretty great, but it's just this challenge, like just, as I said, brought to light so many subconscious unhealthy thoughts that just brought this slight frustration or unease between us and being able to release that and have truly a selfless, just giving joyful attitude towards my husband every day now and catching myself if I'm not and just bringing myself back so easily has just been amazing because I just don't have any wasted time on attitudes or things that I don't want to manifest. So anyway, I hope some of this can encourage you. I'm going to pray for you mummers now and I'd really love to hear if any of you have um, been helped by this or even done the challenge. Um, Jesus, I just thank you so much for um, the gift to be a wife. Like, thank you, Lord, that truly being given another human to walk alongside and in our role help and be fruitful towards and glorify you with is such a joy and I just thank you so much Lord even just simply for the reminder of what we're doing why we're here and our place in being wives it's so easy to just be filled with all the busyness of the day and just forget that it's actually a real honor to walk alongside this person and it's also an honor to learn how to simply just be goodness onto them and help and bring glory to God alongside them. Like that's a really powerful thing rather than living lives of, um, yeah, just the flesh and allowing whatever happens in our day be what rules us. You have given us such an example of what love is, Lord God, and I really believe that through your spirit alone, we are able to be transformed, be free from sin and be the humans we want to be. And I praise you that you've brought me so many tools to finally take captive things I've struggled with my whole life. And I really pray that as people listen to this, they're inspired in their heart to um, turn their face to you, turn their face to truth and just give a reboost of just genuine love into their relationship with their husbands so that our men may thrive, our, our hearts may thrive, our homes may thrive, and we may continue to grow really healthful, healthy, fruitful families because that is truly what will impact society and bring the light of Christ to this world. Um, truly restful, healthy people. And you've got it all for us, God. You have every good and perfect promise that is waiting to equip us for a godly life. So I thank you for your goodness, God. And I just pray that you would bless everyone listening. In Jesus' name, amen. If you enjoyed tuning in today, subscribe here and connect with me over on Instagram where you can DM me or find my email as I'd love to connect deeper and pray with you.